the most difficult thing, especially if your friend has been a while, uh, around for a while, is going to them and saying, hey, listen, me and, I'm, I'm just going to say Lisa, or me and Lisa have been cool for like 13 years, right? Me and you, we've been in a relationship for like 10. I didn't know Lisa had feelings for me, but Lisa just told me she got feelings for me. And I still want to be her friend. You know, what do you think? Yo, Space Gang, welcome to a brand new episode of the BK Spades Show. I am your host, the BK Spades, and I'm here, as always, with my very lovely co-host. Nova King, baby. All right, Space Gang, I'm going to kick it over to Nova right now so she can give you the rundown of what's going on today. Did you freeze? Had a mental glitch just now. Yo, I got worried already. We just started. We just started. But you know what? I'm, you want I'm glad. Me to do you... the maintenance? I was so confused because I was like, I thought you wanted me to do the maintenance for the show. That's why I was like, hold on, like, what? Well, that's what I meant. You know, how you gonna how, how you gonna come into the season finale like this, man? Hit them with the yeah, it's a season finale. It's a season finale. So head over to www.thebkspadeshow.com to get all of our audio, our blogs, our video, to watch previous shows and get our merch. Don't forget our merch. And head over to the Apple Podcast to rate and leave us a written review so we know which way to go. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to tell you what today's episode is about because that was actually on me, but I'm going to blame it over uh today's episode we are going to be talking about relationships and the friendships of the opposite sex that we may have that we may have brought into the relationship or met along the way of building our relationships either way we're going to get into that on the show but before we get into our day so what that was your weekend my weekend is great. I'm actually on vacation right now. Um, we've came to Vermont for a week and it's beautiful. Like I love it. The air is fresh. Um, the people are really nice. Like everyone excuses themselves and pardon me, pardon me. Do you need any help? Uh, and it's just beautiful. Like our country is beautiful and I'm going to see more of it. So it's been a beautiful weekend. Um, did you meet Bernie Sanders yet? I did not meet Bernie Sanders. Hey, there's no telling where Bernie Stan Sanders is. This place, like this state is, Vermont is the green mountain state. So there's nothing but mountains everywhere. So even if like he was here right now, there's no way of me knowing unless like, he, he posts his location online or something. Man, Bernie, that's like my favorite politician. I don't really do like the whole cult of, politic uh, cult of personality when it comes down to politicians and stuff, but I actually like Bernie. Will we hang out? I don't know, but I just, I like his vibes though. I like his vibes. He does have a cool vibe. I agree, I agree. So for me, man, this weekend was pretty much filled with me playing um, Knockout City with the homies. Um, shout out to Turtle Boy and Ace McFly because that's who I play with the most. Um, yo, that game is mad fun. You got to get on another game because, you know, it's cross-platform cross-platform no you didn't say that i just haven't i haven't even hooked up the switch since we've been here so i've just been having too much fun 
definitely don't stop your vacation. You can jump on after the vacation. And I'm gonna say that while we on the show, but deep down, secretly, I'm like, hook up the damn switch and jump on the game with us. Cause it, it really do be cool. It's fun. It, it's mm-hmm. easy to pick up and play. And I feel like I'm like giving these people free uh, advertisement right now. But anyway, <laughs> if I'm on the PSN, if you're on the PSN, I'm the King of Spades. Well, King of Spades with his E, of course. And, um, you know, if you play it already, hit me with your uh, ID link and we can we can link up. Maybe join so what is the basis of Knockout City? Um, Knockout City is basically just, um, what is it? Back in the day in the hood, you know, you play mm-hmm. uh, dodgeball. It's, that's okay. it. It's like dodgeball, um, a battle royal. Not really a battle royal. It's just... Mm-hmm. It's just you in the middle of a city, so it's battle royal like. Right. Running around the rooftop, and you just knocking people out with the ball. You get like two shots, two hits, and then you out. But Ooh. I mean, of course, you get to jump back in until the right, round right. is over. It's like the first people to get to 10, mm-hmm. and then it's the end of the round. I mean, yeah, at the end of the round, you do like the best two out of three. At least that's the basic okay. mode, anyway. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's easy to pick up. You get, um, I think it's free right now. I don't know if it's gonna be free it, forever. Well, it's free. Oh yeah, let me go ahead and hop up on there. Yeah, like they got like this block party thing going on, and if you um, upgrade, you get like all your stuff that you got from the block party. Because uh, it literally unlocks everything in the free mode is unlocked right now, so you can earn whatever you want to right now. And then when you buy the uh, later, I mean the uh, other pack, you get all that stuff. You get to keep it all. It's fun though. It's definitely fun. It's a team of three, you know, three on three. But yeah, uh, let's move. Yeah, let's move on. Did you, I know you didn't watch Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. You're on vacation, but I know you heard that Lil Nas X was on there. Yeah, and you know he's been a I don't want to say challenging figure in, in music. Well, we had an episode. Been, we had an episode. Um, about, what two months ago now when we had Mr. Bowtie when we were talking about him and yeah. how we well I don't know I can't remember if I agreed or not but we were talking about how he may have like fizzled out but then he dropped the call me by your name song and that went like double platinum I believe if I'm mistaken and he's like dropping another he just dropped another song too so I don't think he's running out of steam anytime soon I did watch his performance for saturday night live and it was it was pretty hot i ain't gonna lie i kind of skipped over it though because i was like it was late i was watching the replay i was trying to go to sleep and i usually skip musical performances mm-hmm. when i'm watching late like that um to get through the show because i'm actually there for the comedy you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah but i did watch you know some highlights from the music video i mean from his uh, performance and it looked like it was pretty cool as far as him running out of steam, I think he absolutely, I think he absolutely did run out of steam, but controversy kind of like kicked him into another gear. I definitely think he was losing steam. Mm-hmm. He got it back throughout controversial uh, controversy, which is what most artists do. Which I have nothing wrong with that. Do what you got to do to make it. So, but uh, he definitely utilized the controversy very well and it it helped him rebound a little bit because i think he was about to fizzle out maybe 
maybe the controversy and all the people attacking him gave him that extra they needed to, mm-hmm. to start putting out on, on that level that we saw him in the beginning so but then again he kind of he's always been controversial like mm-hmm. from the beginning since he's came mm-hmm. since he hit well since he hit mainstream yeah. yeah so maybe that's just his niche maybe that's his thing you know i, I mean i can't knock him i'll knock it, it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get your I'll knock it. right <laughs> especially um, a young black man like I, I i can't knock it like came from i love coming from some uh coming from nothing and turning into something stories i love those stories so yeah as long as he's not hurting anybody i know a lot of religious people are <laughs> but hurt and i get it i understand but at the same time you know that's that man's life if he want to do that that's on him i mean who are you people to are gonna be upset about everything this is true i mean those are personal personal feelings i mean he mm-hmm. wouldn't hurt anybody for real like i don't really rock with his music like that guess what i don't listen to it it's not in my house my kids don't listen to it right and as simple as that it's simple as that if you don't listen to someone's music don't play it and no if you, i you don't, don't want your kids to listen to it don't don't have them playing it simple yeah. as that and no i don't like I, I don't really referee my children's music like that mm-hmm. um i do have a bit of a block on the spotify as far as yeah but you know i don't really block her from like watching stuff i monitor it a little bit but i mean we listen to controversial music growing up and we turned out fine (laughs) exactly let's not even get into the music that (laughs) yo i'm listening to songs from back when i was a kid and i'm changing the song i'm like oh god no no i mean they don't even pick up on that shit for real no because it was a little bit more of a mystery in our music like the mystery started like disappearing about like early 2000s the mystery started disappearing so yeah i will say artists are more open about how they describe sexual experiences are they (laughs) yeah like back in the day they they'll say some stuff like yeah i'm i want you to grab the stick and drive all night like and you be like oh i'm okay that was now they say, now they say, I want you to drive, grab this dick and yeah. ride all night. For real, I'm like, yo, yo. Emphasis on the dick. Say no. <laughs> or they might say so. Uh, let me release uh, your love or let something like that. Love, that's beautiful. Actually, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, I'm about to write a song. I'm about to write a song. We might make hey. it. Hey, <laughs> do it. Let me know, cause I got some. I got some metaphors over here for you. And and now let me release your love. Is like, girl, I'm about to make you wet. <laughs> like, damn, damn, Chris, damn, like, really? You just gonna put that all out like that? <laughs> make you drip like a fuzzy girl. Tina, <laughs> yo. All right. Listen, you're going to have me tripping on the season finale, man. All right, let's, let me stop. Just in case somebody mm-hmm. mama listening with them and now it's how awkward they face already and stuff. Let me stop. Um, let me. We were talking about Saturday Night Live. No, 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 no. We're done with Saturday Night Live. No, nope, no. Nope. I was going to say oh. that Um, also during that show, uh, A.D. Brown oh. and Cecily Strong 
uh, are leaving yeah, the yeah, cast. Yeah. And I was scared because I thought Keenan was going to say he was going to leave too early on one of the skits. I was like, no, Keenan, I need to leave one more. I know you put in like half your career there and all, but like one more season, just strong Keenan all the way through. But anyway. Yeah. And then he could always just be a writer. Yeah. For the I rest of his life. Who's writing? Who's the head writer? Uh, Colin and uh, Colin Jost and uh, Michael Che, I think. Yeah. And Michael yeah. Che also got a show on HBO as well. Is it the show? Is it stand up? Because I clipped. Uh, I clipped. I skipped over it. I haven't watched it yet. No, it's not stand up. It's. It's a show. It's, it's like in a the same vein as um was the Black Lady Sketch Show. Oh, it's a um variety like a variety show. Yeah, it's it's pretty much if you watch that show, you can go back and watch you can watch Michael Che's show and it, it has those same vibes. So you told me right when we got ready to start recording that there is a new official versus set up. Yes. Yes. Now who's that? Uh the rematch between Swizz Beats and Timberland. I'm not gonna act like I'm super excited about that. I mean I'm uh I don't yeah. hate it. I don't hate the idea. I just kind of wanted somebody different. Mm, that's understandable. Well, you know that even before it was an a, a, a visual, I can't even speak. Before it was an official platform for Versus, that's how Versus came to be because yeah. of Swiss Beats and Timberland doing their own thing together. Um, so this time around, you know, it'll be a completely different thing because they have like their own production team. They'll probably be set up at Tyler Perry Studios. They'll have like the nice little setup and the rock in the background and yeah. all of that type of stuff. So it might, it might production wise, it probably be a lot better. Um, I actually don't re even really remember like their selection for the first round that they did the their match, yeah. but I do know for sure that you know it's it's a pretty good uh it's a pretty good you know chance that we're gonna hear some songs that they didn't play the first time. You know, I do kind of like the idea of having the DJs mm -hmm. uh, do the verses, uh, producers, whatever. I would like to see like Batman Scoop. Mm. Okay. I think it would have been mad interesting, even though they are now, and this is just me dreamcasting at this point. But mm -hmm. Batman Scoop versus um, Daft Punk would have been an interesting battle. Like that would, is I, interesting. Right? Can we can we make can like can they rebuild? the partner robot one more time so we can <laughs> I, I know you guys not uh, it's not a lot of Daft Punk fans here I get that um, they recently broke up they did. and in the epilogue video the partner walked out and self-destructed because they're robots so yeah spoiler alert for, for that if you didn't know I was mad sad though like, you can't say spoiler alert after the fact. I mean, I can and I did. Too late. <laughs> but yeah, as a Daft Punk fan, it's no, I'm not like super proficient in Daft Punk. Mm -hmm, I hate when mm -hmm. people do, oh, you're a fan or something, so you gotta know like everything. Everything. No, I'm not that type, but. Um, That's a super fan right there when you know everything. Yeah, I'm not a super fan. I'm not gonna act like I was a super huge fan of their first album. I definitely mm -hmm. came along right um, 
around the time of um, the, the the anime, but they had like the string of videos. And for some reason, my mind was that like back in two thousand eight or something. Yeah, it was back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was a while ago. And um, I definitely remember being home from school watching these videos. That and Eiffel uh, sixty five, the little blue on um, blue. But anyway, um, that's my verses that I would like to see. I would love to see like the dream against Neo or something. Mm. I know Neo already did one, but I would love to see him like against the dream. I definitely want to see want to see the dream though for sure. Oh man, that would be good. Yeah. Is still producing? Like I'm pretty sure he is. Uh I don't really keep up with producers like how I used to. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he is, but he still have enough hits out there. I need Dream to drop another album. I think I said that on the show once before. Like <laughs> I really Dream albums is good. They were really solid. He makes a solid album. His his albums are pretty solid. Front to back, you can listen to them. I agree. Hmm. What about um let's see. I wanna say Bobby Valentino versus someone. It's been a while since we've seen Bobby Valentino versus Mario. Bobby Valentino versus Mario. Yeah, I feel like that's a fair one. That's a fair fight. That would be a good one. I saw somebody say Mario versus Omarion. I saw Ooh. somebody say that. That would be a good one too. Omarion. That I'd rather see him with I, I wanna see B2K versus Immature. Wow. I, I think that'd be a good one too. Oh wow. Do B2K have 20 hits? They probably have 20 hits. B2K probably got 20 hits. B2K versus B5. Stop right there. <laughs> okay, B5. They could have kept up, you know, but they're we're talking hits, right? Yeah, like versus is normally a, they're an artist's hits against another artist's hits and true what i think if, b5 maybe have two hit songs maybe right, so 30 minute bout danny d kane versus day 26 they could do it that's possible a 30 like a 30 minute little back and forth only, yeah there's only 30 minutes i can see that i mean vocals out just really brawling at it though i think day i can 26, see that i think day 26 wins it though i've never listened to either one of them but i could see it no i'm just saying just on vocals alone if we're just judging straight up vocals mm-hmm. they kind of they kind of seen circles around the females on that one so you know that there's a official unofficial versus going around too mm-hmm. i don't know how this is going to work out but bow wow and soja boy i kind of want to see that i don't I actually want to see it too. I, I feel like we don't put enough respect on Bow Wow's name. I, mean, I feel like wrong. we don't put a respect on either one of their names. Like both, both of them were pretty legendary in their time. This is like, true. Bow Wow is literally called Mr. 106 for a reason. Bow Wow. For children out there, 106 in Park was one of the best shows ever to exist in the history of humans. It, it kind of was. It was killing TRL. Yeah, um, it was killing TRL, killing if we, TRL. If we're just talking about legendary status, mm-hmm. they're really though, Bow Wow is up there when it comes down to just the overall acting, rapping, 
and just doing shit career bow wow's really up there with like tupac and any other rapper that made the jump like because yeah he got movies and hella hits on them like for real though like, even and he got a bunch of songs that like bow wow is really a legendary uh status yeah. rapper like no bullshit. He was this he's literally the soundtrack well maybe not for you but definitely the soundtrack of my middle school career like throughout middle school he was the soundtrack soldier boy was the soundtrack like last year of high school turn up music you know he was soldier boy was like that opening into that turn up stripper yeah. phase you know what i mean yeah. like so people really need to put a lot of, lot more respect on both of their names because they changed the face of music honestly i think the three rappers that don't get enough respect in the game as far as their status goes is bow wow soldier boy and lupe yeah because they're so controversial mm-hmm. on the back end of their careers and i'm not saying lupe or bow wow or soldier boy careers are over because they're not they definitely can come back at any point it's just coming back with the right set of hits lupe probably got the bet lupe be doing other stuff okay so he just be like out there his own world sometimes and he got a good podcast the podcast he's doing is pretty good with him and um royce uh, the final. but if i just if oh I just had a, yeah speaking of royce um joe budden and um <laughs> the joe budden podcast ended are you are you upset disappointed sad no it was just it was i've never really listened to his podcast so yeah i only watched like if it was like a story that happened and the blogs picked it up i'll listen to it but like i wasn't like oh my gosh i have to listen to his podcast i never was feeling that way like there's something about joe button that just rubs me the wrong way so i can't i gotta definitely take him in doses yeah uh and i don't know if it's because of his popularity over these past few years because I, I used to have a lot of respect for joe budden as an artist as a person mm-hmm. but like i don't know if it's because of you know with these platforms that we have we show different sides of ourselves yeah so i guess just getting to know him more and then i never even watched him on uh love and hip-hop so I never really knew, you know, the type of person he was. But I just, I don't know. Like, the way he fired them, like, I feel like he could have fired them without being recording. Well, they recorded live, right? Um, I don't know. Are they still, do they do any recordings live? Because I never catch a live. Well, if they didn't record that live and they still put it out, like, why? (laughs) Because Joe Budden is probably like, you idiots. Oh, my my point exactly. <laughs> my point exactly. So I, I, it was just a. It's just a way. Like it's pretty embarrassing for them to you know part ways that way. Yeah. But I mean, I understand that everything has to come to an end. But it could have been handled a different way. In my. Eyes. All right. So as far as me and Joe Budden goes, um, I think he's. Um, a polarizing figure it works out for him i like mm-hmm. i absolutely liked him back in the day on his first album i thought it was interesting i know we're not talking about his album but wasn't great but it was definitely interesting and from his first album you wouldn't see this joe coming but 
if you listen to uh, Walk With Me on that first album, then you would know that Joe has always been this character because the song pretty much explains him. So when it came down to his podcast and his paintings and all those controversial stuff he's done um, from the first album to now, I'm not shocked or surprised about any of it. Mm-hmm. I did listen to the show the first season and I thought it was good. Uh, I watched Brother Culture, but eventually these things start wearing thin on me and it kind of got repetitive. And I'm like, hmm. So was that part of the podcast or was that a different show when they was, were they like on a red carpet or something? And Amigos, he had pissed off the Amigos. That was a totally different show. When he did oh, that okay. show, that was the show with- uh, Academics, DJ Academics, right? Yeah, and that other girl. Mm-hmm. I can't remember her name. I can't um, remember the name of the show. I don't know where it was on. Um, all I remember is <laughs> they was like, wrap it up then. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> That was actually a very funny moment, but he ended up leaving that show. But a, a big, a big part of this last controversy between him and Mal and no other buddy that I can't think of his name right now for some reason either. Um, oh, on the on the podcast, um, yeah, Rory, 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 and for whatever reason, um, Joe really wants to work with academics, and Rory don't like that about. Because you know, Rory kind of got called out about his girlfriend and the mistress he had. Academic was like a big integral part of his relationship breaking up because of whatever story that was going on with him on a personal level. And he leaked it, talked about it on the show. And Joe's like, it's just business. And then Rory's like, but we're supposed to be friends, so you're supposed to have a back. So that's the element of that in there, too. So it was a big mess. It's just a big mess. It was probably for the best that they broke that part of it. And Rory and oh, Mom wow. supposed to be doing their own podcast, so. Okay. Know. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. There's know. nothing wrong with that, then. Not at all. I, I think and Joe I know Joe Budden probably has something underneath, un, up his sleeve. Like, I'm pretty sure he got something coming as well, so. Joe is calculated as shit. Yeah, he is, so. It's just, what, I don't know. Yeah, whatever the deal that was coming is probably bigger. And knowing him, I'm not saying this is true, but whatever deal that they were, that they had that was going bad, I, it would be real funny. Not like funny as in ha funny, but just interesting. If he had a better deal for them, he just didn't want to tell them. And then they pissed him off and he was just like, fuck it. I'm not telling you, I ain't bringing you on now. Cause that seems like to be the type of person Joe is. Like, if you just I didn't wait. hear him say something about they have contracts with him, so they can't necessarily do something like their own entity right now. Yeah. Or something. And so, who knows? Okay. I I just wish the best for all of them. I know that they're all gonna end up having something coming out soon. So. Yeah, I mean, they could technically do other stuff. It just can't be, they can't own it or maybe they can't use their names or their likeness. But mm-hmm. if you, I don't know, do a, a voice acting thing where you got a couple of cartoon characters mm-hmm. that ain't them, you know, you just never know. There's always ways to work around There's it. always around, there's always a way around it. My mama say it's more than one way to skin a cat. Yep. I hate space game. 
So let's get into the topic of the day. I think we've ranted long enough about the goings on around the pop culture world. And it is time for us to talk about being in relationships, long-term relationships, short-term, whatever, where you have a significant other mm-hmm. and you have friends of the opposite sex and whether or not that should affect your relationship or how it affects your relationships. Mm-hmm. So, Novocaine. <laughs> Novocaine. Novocaine. You want to you wanna kick this off? How do you feel about friendships and having friends of the opposite sex and relationships? Personally, I feel like it is definitely a possible thing and uh, you can have very healthy relationships with people of the opposite sex as long as you two know that it's platonic and nothing is going to come out of it. Um, it doesn't always have to be some type of sexual romantic connection between two people of the opposite sex or even the same sex it doesn't always have to be that it could all it could be something blossoming into a business relationship uh, a confidant that's that's just there for you to sort of cry on that does have have nothing to do with romance yeah it is i don't i'm not gonna say frowned upon but a lot of people believe that Two people of the opposite sex say straight male, straight woman can't be friends because someone is always going to catch feelings. For me, if I don't like you off the bat, like that initial type of romantic like or that um, that sexual attraction to you, I'll never have it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's never there at the very beginning, it's never going to show up later on. It's never going to be there it's never going to just spring out of anywhere unless we're working on that you know working towards that yeah but some of my best friends are males uh i have my best friend mike that's been my best friend since the second grade he passed away in 2019 we were like stuck to the hip throughout elementary school <laughs> yeah. throughout middle school you know so it's definitely possible I don't think people are truthful with their feelings when they're starting these friendships and relationships with, with the opposite sex like they're going into it like oh I think I want to I think I'm going to try to friend zone myself so one day she could just pop the question and I'm already ready for it. But that's like a manipulation type deal going on. I mean, but is that always totally like on purpose? Because back in the day when I was uh, younger, I know that I've been in friendships where I find myself becoming attracted to my friend. I've been there before. It's kind of like an easy thing to slip into. Mm-hmm. You know? You gotta um, be strong though. Like you can't just slip into somebody's just because they're that dope doesn't mean that you gotta like them. You can yeah, lose a true. friend like that. You can lose a really good friend like that because next thing you know, they might get scared. Yeah. And, and then like, wait, what? You like me like me? Ew. <laughs> <laughs> and then next thing you know, you've lost a pretty good friend. Yeah, but I mean, how do you navigate something like that? Like, if the oh, other man. friend 
what if okay so what if you're the friend that they're attracted to and you know like, we're not talking about the relationship aspect of it right now we're just talking about friends that fall in love with other friends at the moment mm-hmm. how do you navigate that let's say if you if you didn't want it like what mm. would you if your friend um became attracted to you and mm-hmm. you didn't want that what would you say to that friend if I was aware of it and they or told me about it, I would definitely like be a little weary. I wouldn't even know how to respond to it because in the past, all I've done is like cut them off and just yeah. go about my life because I didn't want like that weird feeling of me not liking them back mm-hmm. or just keeping them in the friend zone. So it can make it like some type of friction between the friendship that way. Um, I don't know what I would say to this day. I guess I'll just be like, this is gonna sound like in shitness, but oh well. I would probably be like, hey, you know how it is. (laughs) 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 But 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 I would probably be like, well, if you wanna continue to be my friend, you will have to like suck those feelings up and throw them away or and lock them in a in a closet or something because I'm not gonna have those same feelings for you. Yeah. You know, I already got a guy. You know, I'm already down going down that road with someone romantically. I don't need anything. I'm not interested in any type of poly relationship. So yeah. <laughs> like I don't I wouldn't need that. Um I, I, I probably would at this point in life, actually, definitely this point in life, I'd probably be extremely shocked, if anything, if that was to just come up out of anywhere. I definitely wouldn't know what to do, and I still probably would cut them off. Because it's like, how long did you have these feelings? Yeah. Why am I just now hearing about this? You know, most of my friends now are, I've been around since at least five years now. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, how long have you hid this from me? Why haven't you told me about this? Um, without bringing the relationship or being already in a relationship into it, if I was, if I were presented with a friend who all of a sudden decided to have feelings for me, I I wouldn't cut them off. I, at least not initially. Um, I would definitely tell them that, hey, communicate to them that the feelings is not mutual. Um that you know i think it's dope i don't want to throw your feelings away they're valid but at the same time it, it, it could be nothing and if we can't move forward i would much yeah, i would give them the choice like either we're gonna break off the friendship or you know we just we, we gotta act like this never happened well we can't do that but there's definitely going to be a difficult conversation yeah I, and i think with time you can get past it yeah but a lot of times people may not be totally attracted to you until you tell them that yeah i got the attraction back so i think if you communicate to them clearly that this is never happening that way and you make sure that you don't give them reasons to believe otherwise i think you'd mm-hmm. be fine but that's only if you're not in a relationship well it does get trickier when you are in a relationship yeah now you have a partner or other half 
significant other, whatever you want to call your other person that you're in a relationship <laughs> your with. Your person, your person. Yeah, you're a plus one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now you have their feelings to add to that as well. So mm-hmm. I think the adult thing and probably the most difficult thing, especially if your friend has been a while, uh, around for a while, is going to them and saying, hey, listen, me and I'm, I'm just gonna say Lisa for you know, me and Lisa have been cool for like 13 years right me and you we've been in a relationship for like 10. I didn't know Lisa had feelings for me but Lisa just told me she got feelings for me and I still want to be her friend you know what do you think and then whatever your partner says nine times out of ten they're probably like well you need to break off that right with Lisa but what if you don't want to do that? Mm. What if you because feel? you're thinking about the friendship? Yeah. So, but then you gotta consider. But then you gotta start considering like, were they that great of a friend because they actually had these secret feelings for you? But what if they were just afraid to tell you? It, it almost seems like cutting them, just cutting them off, would be a punishment for their feelings. You know. Mm. Mm. It's going to be hard to just navigate something like that. Okay, so let me tell you where I got the idea to talk about this from. I was reading through Facebook. I lost a post because, you know, Facebook be bullshitting sometimes. I, I messed around and put my phone down, and I didn't see who posted it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't find the post. So I'm going to try to paraphrase this story as much as possible. Game. All right. So we got, we're going to call him Joe. Joe... Mm-hmm has a uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. he has a best friend joe has the best friend yeah mm-hmm. which is a female he's a female mm-hmm. we're gonna call her uh we're gonna say lisa joe and lisa are best <laughs> friends <laughs> lacy over here no let's not do another l ashley okay ashley and joe are moving toward a uh, engagement Right. Mm-hmm. Joe and Lisa have been like the closest of friends. Like he tells her everything. Mm-hmm. They talk about relationships, the relationships between him and Ashley. They talk about just whatever you would talk about with your friend, and you know, everything. Things go bad. She knows. Right, right, right. That, right. that type of friendship. So. I don't even think Joe was planning on falling in love with Lisa. I don't even think he was in love with Lisa like that. But he felt like that eventually his relationship was cheating to an extent because he was emotionally connected to Lisa. The right. only issue... No, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish uh, before it's, I reply. It's, again, I, he didn't cheat. Not, not physically, but he felt like he was mentally cheating, basically. Emotionally cheating. Yeah, because he was always talking to her about and confiding into Lisa. Yeah, he began to hide messages and delete messages that Lisa was having with Ashley because Ashley may have bought up the fact that he was cool with Lisa. Okay, and they talked a lot, so he started hiding things from her, and eventually he broke it off the friendship because he was sad. He broke out the friendship because he wasn't giving all his time 
to Ashley, like mm-hmm. he should have been in his mm-hmm. mind. And that pretty much ended the relationship between him and Lisa. And him and Ashley's relationship blossomed and they moved on and got married or whatever. Oh, okay. So Well, my biggest issue with that is once you start deleting messages and hiding things, you're sneaking around, you got something got something to hide you don't you know that your partner your person would not appreciate you having those conversations so why are you having those conversations if you know that that conversation is going to hurt your partner or your person but what um, if it wasn't the, though well why will you delete it he feel, i've seen people do things and feel guilty about things and it's not even anything to feel guilty about like i just don't know why he deleted like if but if that's what he felt like, then I mean, he, yeah. you know, if that's what he felt, then he should have. And honestly, also what I was going to say when I was about to first say it was, if he wasn't like, if he was having all the same conversation conversations with Lisa that he was having with Ashley, then it wouldn't have been a problem for me. Like, yeah. okay, we, okay, you mad at me or whatever, whatever, whatever. And you need someone to talk to about that. Okay, cool. But if you're sharing things with her instead of Ashley, then there's an issue. You should be able to have that comfort inside of your relationship or your partnership or whatever, where you can talk to your person and let them know, you know, what is it, what it is and what it ain't. Yeah. But on that same note, what's wrong with like growing your willpower into getting that same relationship that you should have with Ashley like I think it was a boundaries issue Mm. you know you definitely gotta have you gotta make sure you set those boundaries and have those bound and let people know at the very beginning what your boundaries are like (laughs) don't like spring it on them six months down the line three months down the line a whole season passed in three months you know, so yeah. but even you want to set those early. Go ahead. Yeah, even if there was a moment where you felt like you didn't start the relationship like you wanted to, I feel like you should be able to go to your friend and say, "Hey, I did this, or we were we were communicating this way. I feel like we should switch it up." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like have There's those conversations. You know, but. I, me personally there's definitely a lot of hard conversations you're going to have to have if someone has secret feelings for you though oh yeah it's very hard to navigate friendships as it is like because the smallest of things could change your relationship really easy facts and there's definitely a fear of especially when your friend is close of losing Mm -hmm. that friend because friendships are technically relationships yeah they are it's just there's no it's a different type of love mm-hmm. but essentially they're navigated almost the same way if i have a problem i got to communicate with you that we have a problem if i'm mad at you i got to tell you that i'm mad at you if you wronged me i gotta tell you that i feel like you wronged me you know mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. essentially the same thing except for we're not having sex most of us some people have friendships with benefits this is a totally different conversation messy it is it can't be the only time that stuff breaks out is if like both of you don't have any type of feelings extra feelings because we all have emotions and feelings but as long as nobody fall into 
love. That's the only way that it could work out. But I've never heard of someone not falling in love when it comes to friends with benefits. Man, that too- sounds like a real hard thing to do. Yeah, it's too much going on with a friend with benefits. Sex, y'all might be going out on dates, seeing yeah. new things, experiencing new things. When you make those type of connections with people, like, you can't just be just a friend anymore. You gotta be some type of romantic something. Yeah. Oh, anytime, okay. I feel like anytime sex is included, is going to be more. Like, if, you, if they were just two friends hanging out, going places doing things that's one thing but when she's add that sex to it it's a whole different ball game to me it really is i mean i've been in a lot of situations but that has never been one of them so i can't really speak on that from a personal note mm-hmm. but i've seen and heard of things getting really really complicated uh to the point of like really terrible jealousy and people starting yeah. to act out those type of things so i mean i don't think i would ever want to be in that situation i don't know if i would be able to separate the sexual feelings from the emotional side of things mm-hmm. i don't think i'm built that way i don't know i mean you you won't know unless you're in those situations but i think i'm good at not going into them because i can be pretty emotional yeah. when it comes down to relationships every chance that i tried a friend with benefits next thing you know he like oh no but you're gonna be my girlfriend i'm like no we had a deal okay <laughs> we just wasn't me chilling and this that and a fourth i'm not your girlfriend bro don't say that out loud yeah like <laughs> don't be telling people that i don't know what's wrong with you <laughs> yeah and, and if a friendship was even going that way um i'm pretty oblivious to those things anyway Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, you are. I, I think I even had to tell you, oh, you sure, homegirl wasn't trying to push it up? I don't think so. Yeah, but so, most yeah. men, y'all, yeah, most men, y'all just, y'all be oblivious when somebody trying to be flirting on that type of note. Cause I mean, there's all different types of flirting too. True. But like, child, sometimes it can be blatant and y'all still won't pick it up. Man, I done missed out on so many random relationships because I wasn't paying attention. I, I friends on people purely on accident, and it happens in my inbox all the time now. So, like, well, I mean, of course it'll happen in your inbox now. It's it's gonna happen. You're on yeah. autopilot now. Yeah, they drop in the inbox, and now you know I just start holding regular conversations. Listen, and then y'all all better of a sudden, not be trying to be pushing up on my co-host because I okay all right we we ain't gotta get violent (laughs) i'm not saying i'm like he having or something like this in the dms i'm just saying there's been a few times trying to be you i'm just saying there's been a few times that i didn't pick up on things and then they just disappear and i'm like did i piss that person off oh well you know yeah oh well what am i gonna do about it at this point they can't do anything about it they can't run after them it's why when we have partners also when it comes to like having these relationships these platonic relationships with the opposite sex in in a heterosexual relationship um you definitely have to be secure like you have to have a secure partner like for me i i've always had male friends there was a point in time 
I was dealing with this guy and he told me that I couldn't be friends with any of my male friends. And I'm super platonic with them, you know what I'm saying? Like super platonic. And it's like, bro, why can't I be friends with them anymore? And in his mind, it was all like, oh, cause I know that he likes you. And I'm like, how do you know these things? And then it came to boil you down that they were just insecure. There's an element of that. And you mm -hmm. kind of have to, those type of relationships are hard to navigate as is too, because when you have insecurities and jealousy just built into you like that, it's like, mm -hmm. it's like, look, these people have been around for like years. I know where, I know where I stand with them. Like mm -hmm. there's nothing happening. Like you have to trust me to know that I will reject anything. Like, if we can't have that relationship built on you trusting me, then why are we here? Exactly. Like, I, exactly. No point. There's no point in us being or, friends. Or that person always wanted to have, be friends and be a little more than just friends. You know, some people are out there that don't know how to have platonic relationships. It always has to be something more. Cool. You ever navigated anyone out of the friend zone on purpose? Hmm. Maybe some long. It would have to be over 10 years ago at this point. <laughs> <laughs> when you start like, breaking down like ages, you be like, wait a minute, that was back in two. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. Let me see. I have navigated someone out of the friend zone purposely and it failed horribly some people are supposed to stay in the friend zone man this is a hard friend zone is there for the friend zone is there for a reason like okay it doesn't matter how attractive you find that person or how attractive they might find you like sometimes those connections just not going to connect and on that level like it could stay at a friend level or you it might could blossom into a business level or something you know like yeah everybody is not your soulmate as a soulmate romantically you know and that's what a lot of humans have to realize is that we're we're all supposed to make some type of connection but it doesn't necessarily always have to be a romantic connection you know we have a connection and yeah. we're brother and sister you know yeah. i would never first of all you <laughs> Wow. Wow. I mean, you know. I'm, I'm not, not like that. Not like that. But since I see you as my brother, it's like, ill. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not no backwood cousin that's trying to hump on cousins. You know what I mean? Like, ill. Not like. I'm, I'm slightly good at just a little bit. That, I'm not saying that you're like unattractive, bro. Like, I'm just I know, saying. I know. But, you know, ill is a. It's like a. You remember, you remember Jimmy Fallon when he did the little girl? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Fallon was so obnoxious with his comedy, man. Still uh, is. Still is. I bet it is. is. It's like watching Saturday Night Live. And, uh, it is. On the Tonight Show. Yeah. It's the it's Tonight Show. Saturday it is. Live. Facts. Facts. All right. Let's get back to this topic. Um, <laughs> I wonder, and, and this is fierce. How does that go for like the LGBTQ community? Because I know if you buy, then that's one thing. But mm -hmm. if you're gay and you have 
a relationship on one end and then on the other end you have another male or female however your gay goes and they want you does the rules kind of play out the same way i want you know so what i've been noticing a lot lately and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, or we might have to come back next season and have a few more people from the LGBTQ. Most definitely. But, uh, Most definitely. What I've been noticing a lot lately, and I don't know if this has been a thing, but it seems like most of LGBTQ relationships are open. Hmm. Like, they don't mind having, most people at least, at least what I've been seeing, I haven't seen too many um, monogamous gay lesbian relationships. You know what's weird? All of my LGBTQ friends, except for maybe like one, mm-hmm. they they tend to be single a lot and just kind of like living life a little bit. Yeah. I do know one. I think they're married now. Are they married? Yeah, they're married. But, but I don't know how their relationship how they, goes outside of that. Mm-hmm. But they seem to be just to themselves. So I don't know. That would definitely be interesting to see. In fact, I, I wouldn't really mind having because now I want to do a, a whole episode, like you said, and bring we in a bunch of our we friends and we just talk about relationships within the community as a whole. Because we that's have just to. interesting. I don't know. I don't have the answer. I don't that. know. I don't know either, and that's crazy because I don't think I even, I don't even think, even think I've even considered or thought about considering thinking about it because, like, how do they like navigate through their relationship? Because, but. I'm only going from what I've observed, like on TV and things, I'll see like the monogamous gay men, but they're always like older, like in their 50s and their 60s. True, the stereotype is strong there, isn't it? Yeah, it's really strong. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But like when I look at my peers, like I see a lot of openness. I see a lot of confidence too. I see a lot of security. So they don't really, I don't see too many people getting upset with their partner making new friends or whatever the case may be true like i don't really see that much yeah we um, definitely gotta do this i'm about to we, go we're gonna have I'm about to. to go through the friends that's like yo we gotta talk about this i need you on this yeah no nah, facts uh whoever listening because i know there's a couple of uh of my friends that are part of the lgbcq community if y'all listening and y'all interested y'all know where to find me <laughs> no, no we don't because we talking. got i got I want to do a full panel at this point. Like, yeah, I'm talking five or six people, like, and us. Let's do it. Because I'm really interested now. Um, because I want the people got to be informed. The space games like like to be informed, so we got to inform them. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did we talk about emotional connections, like deeply? A deep emotional connection with your friends? Yeah. Outside of your relationship, like. Have you personally ever been in a relationship and then emotionally connected to a friend? Hmm. Yeah. Hell yes, actually. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking like, Hell have yes. that ever happened to me? I, I mean, don't know. That's when I say, you ask yourself, okay, <laughs> okay, let me rephrase that. Emotionally connected in a, this could be a thing or a full on 
past friendship relationship outside of a relationship hell yes okay hell yes because i don't i don't think no no not with a friend no there's this one guy that keeps popping into my brain right now that's that you said um for this part about you know just emotionally connected to them and i was about like what 20 years old or something like that yeah i was 20 i was definitely 20 and um he was just really there and supportive for me like he was really a really really good friend of mine and um i wanted something more it didn't work out but i mean it's cool no, Everything no. always happens for a reason, though, because uh, I wasn't about to be nobody's baby mama. And he wanted kids, so there's that. <laughs> he was like, nope. Uh, I remember, I remember back when I was young, I was in that uh, relationship with uh, Aisha from Power Rangers, and uh, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. He was like, really, really, yeah, yeah. She was bad. Like, I was like, what, seven, eight? Aisha was very, very pretty. She's That's very, it. very pretty. She's still pretty. I really, Aisha. Hey, I'm just kidding. I was just playing. But no, you, you feel like one of my her. favorites, though. You about to Google her? Don't, don't Google me. I follow her on Instagram. <laughs> don't judge me. I'm not judging you at all, she was, bro. She was like really one of my like childhood crushes. For real, like mm-hmm. I was in there. I was in love with that lady. She was way too old for me. I ain't care. She was like, I'm gonna grow up one day. But um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, so we we talked about. I don't know. Oh, as far as marriage goes, I don't think we did that in that one. I oh, bet she you a Libra, Libra game. I bet you that has to be really complicated when you're married to someone and you have a friend, and then the partner your husband i mean because the rules change in my mind rules change when you're married so if we're dating if we're dating and i have friends and you make a suggestion i'm like that's just a suggestion like yeah it's it's only a suggestion yeah i could take that suggestion or whatnot but it's just because you ain't finna run my life meantime no marriage though whole different story no ball game changes because now i'm living we're living for each other Mm-hmm. So when you communicate to me in a regular basic relationship, we only been together a few months that I can't have friends of the opposite sex. I'm like, okay, cool. I hear you. I do. But I'm not going to just let anybody tell me what to do like that. Like we can talk about it, but I'm going to give mm-hmm. you my reasoning for why this person is in my life. I ain't got to go out and find a bunch of new ones, but I'm right. not just going to eliminate someone from my life because you say so. Mm-hmm. But when you're married, things get trickier. And I'm going to tell you why. Um, because the work, the bond between a wife and a husband, thank you for someone who actually knows, is really strong. It's really mm-hmm. strong. But, but that does not mean it cannot be broken. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like, yeah, we're we're bonded together. We love each other. Our relationship could be really strong, but once you start bringing in those little small clips and pieces of, like you said earlier, I'm talking to this to my wife, as if you know I'm telling her one set of things, and then I'm talking to someone else, and I'm not I'm not telling my wife that I'm having these mm-hmm. conversations. It's like, yo, 
what? Mm-hmm. Any anytime somebody's in my inbox, I'm like, hey, they might not be like right fan because I don't think it's pressing. But if we're like having a rundown of things we've experienced for the week or uh-huh. the month, I'm like, oh, so let me tell you, I was on Twitter and this woman jumped in my inbox and was like, I be a sugar mama. And I was like, yo, I thought that was spam, but no, she was legit. Like, I almost had a sugar mama like three times now. So I'm like, yo, I think I'm just letting you know. Yeah. I mean, if <laughs> this is another ain't shitness, but <laughs> it's two ain't shitness in one episode. I know, right? We're taking it to a whole new level. <laughs> whole new level. Historical moments right now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, if your wife was okay with it, and you didn't have to do anything crazy like sending news or anything like that and she just wanted to pay a couple of bills i don't see anything wrong with it yo you know what i didn't really inquire when you hit me with that hey look what i really want is no they be like so what do you want i'm like oh no we're just having a conversation you know i'm like oh here we go well a, i'll pay you they be like well i'll pay you such and such and such and i'll be like hmm to do what you know i, I kind of want to know but I, I never i never go back into the messages no not not yet I just but wish it, somebody would slide into my dms and say that they want to pay a couple of bills and i ain't got to do nothing wild for it wait wait till i get the body back right oh it's going <laughs> down oh when covid when the covid and weight go away oh oh yeah Oh, oh, oh yeah good. drop drop in the inbox and say all i gotta do is take off my shirt sun's out guns out all day i'm like yeah baby this it's for you this for you girl relax send me send me my hundred dollars i need oh man i had like two i thought i was like no, I need that playstation no, 5. Each, exactly <laughs> i was about to say each transaction needs to be at least 500. i don't know what you talking about you lowballing over there i'm just saying if i'm just sending you a you know a regular picture that's, that's a 500 pick you don't 500. even have any pictures on the internet with no shirt off you need 500 <laughs> i ain't never had the body to just be out here i, I know big guys i know big guys are in now big but, guys you know, are in big guys i'm are not in. i don't know if i'm like big enough to to qualify as like the thick big guy but i'm like right in the middle where i need to like eat a little bit more then or I lose do it that. Yeah, you gotta I do like, either or yeah yeah like where i'm at right now i'm just like i'm just a dude i'm just a chubby dude right now you know i, I gotta Chub, pick a battle chubby is in chubby is in i got dad bod going on you know dad know, bods are in i know the southern community's dad bod is in i know but man i don't know if i'm ready for that type of shame yet i don't know <laughs> I was like, is this gonna be the day I take off the shirt on the internet? Nope. nope not you today. better not. First of all, you better, if anything, you better take that shirt off for $500 first. <laughs> no, do for free. Yeah, I swear, I swear I'll be out here me and all types of stuff on this podcast. Just, just, <laughs> just saying stuff. Just saying anything. You don't even think about saying it until you record. I'm like, did I just say that? I'm usually it's more calculated, but today we just out here just saying stuff. It's the season finale. We gotta keep it interesting, you know what I'm saying? We we're gonna be on break for a nice little couple of months, you know. We right. gotta get we gotta keep them excited for the next season. You're right. Hopefully uh, I get this weight off and then, you know, and that logo, <laughs> I'm taking my shirt off and the logo. Did the whole <laughs> 
whole season just on camera, no shirt on. I'm, I'm trying I'm to get a six weak. pack. I'm weak. I'm weak, young. I'm let me, weak. Let me stop teasing stuff that ain't gonna happen. I ain't, I'm it's probably never gonna get a six pack, y'all. That You're not going to get a six, a six pack. You might get, what? what what is that called when it's like kind of flat, but kind of chubby in the middle? Yeah, you know what I'm talking pack. about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're gonna take all this snack pack, girl. That's all you get. Hey, Yang. Hey, Yang. I'm through with you, Yang. I'm through with you. I'm done. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> about, I don't even know if I got anything left in this conversation after this point. Like, You got me weak. I can't even think about anything right now except for this damn snack pack. What is that? That one for the ladies. It's, it's a group of ladies out here now. Don't, don't act like they ain't into the snack pack. The snack pack. I'm gonna the start snack a, pack. I'm gonna start an OnlyFans just dad by. The dad by. The dad That's gonna be my name. The dad by. Because when you put the in front of stuff, it just seems more official. Stop right there. Okay, I'm done. For the dad by part. But you're right about the the part. <laughs> you're right about the the. I'm about to be the Novocaine. <laughs> I call myself the BK Space. But all the time all the time because even when we first started recording he was like don't forget the duh yeah you gotta have the duh in there it was because <laughs> it was because after i created my name which is technically like two two nicknames put together actually mm-hmm. so it was like i found out like right i was like i am calling the bk spade show because the top 10 reasons why was cool for what it was and I'm, this is historical moment here insider behind the scenes stuff y'all so for the trivia game for the future now you know um, oh it's a trivia game no it's not i'm just saying this is just oh. for the future when they do make trivia games now you know how the name came about because if you listen to my show for the first time and you go to the first episode it is definitely called the top 10 reasons why the top and 10 reasons why which was cool but it was totally limiting to what i could talk about and i wanted to be able to talk about more so i was like you know it was just me i had no plans on adding no one to the show it, i was like hmm i just call it the bk space show because you are the bk, BK space. space so i was like that that just makes sense and then it was like a year later and then my mom was like you kind of want to co-host don't you <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> you kind of want to co-host, don't you? That's, that's how my mind works. Listen, don't judge me. I was like, damn, I do, I do want to co-host. And how am I going to? I, I've been the BK Space Show for a whole year, and I do have a. I, I got members of Space of the Space Gang. I can't just change the name now. It doesn't make sense to do that. No. So yeah. No. If we was to change the name, if you were interested in doing that, we would have to do like the Spades Convo or the Spades something. But we'll yeah. definitely keep the Spades at least. You, you let me have that. You're so nice. Yeah, so I love playing Spades first and foremost. Oh, <laughs> I snap. love it. Here we go. That's what we got to do when we link up. It's already in the already then decided what we're gonna do. It's gonna be a cookout. We're gonna have drinks. We're gonna have of course food. It's a cookout. And spades. Who cooking that? Who I already cooking? decided. Who on the grill? 
You on the grill. I can marinate if you need me to. I'll marinate all the meat for you. I right. just need you to man the grill. Or we bought. could uh, hire Demo. He the oldest. Right. Hey, I will buy. Listen, if if Demo on the grill, I'm buying him some of them sandals. You know the cookout you sandals. Gotta you gotta get the have sandals. the cookout too. You gotta have this cookout sandals. And I'm buying it's him an apron with the apron. Yeah. It's a staple. I, yes, I'm here for it. And then I want to, when we do have the cookout, we got to have this cookout, like, ready. Like, we got to have the food ready so we can have enough time to chill. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But no, he got to have an apron that says, uh, wash my meat. Because this though. I'm sorry, y'all. I apologize. I'm sorry. That was really good. Thank you, Space Gang, for staying with us for the season. <laughs> definitely, definitely. All right, all right. So, listen, we we're this is this is it, though, you guys. This is the last episode of the season. We absolutely enjoyed this season. Of yes, being, being tag team together and entertaining and informing all of you. Yes. So, and thank you. you again for inviting me to be your co-host. Like this has really changed my life. Wow, that's that's huge. <laughs> um, you're welcome. You <laughs> I know I've always said thank you, but I never told you to change my life before. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, you changed mine too. Like for real, I gained like that's a really, good. really, really, really great sister out of this. So. One yeah. twins activate. Uh, damn, that means I gotta turn into a bucket of water, though. Why? What would you the, be a bucket of water? Because that's the one twins thing. Like uh, Jan turns into something like, cool, and like a guy. bird or animal or some shit, and then Jace be like, form up a puddle of ice. I slip him up. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's, it's the coolest concept with the worst powers of all You're time. right. You're right. I mean, he cool, like, if he could turn into, like, a tsunami or something or a water spout. Something like, something huge, but it's always something whack. It, you right. Like, turn into a falcon. I'll turn into a bucket of water so you can carry me over and put out this fire. Good job, sir. Okay. Um, we right, both did it. <laughs> Space Gang, thank you for just being a part of the game. And thank you, Space Gang. For everybody that purchased stuff from us, um, their stuff on the store is still available. We still got shirts, we got stickers, we got um, masks, which I don't know mm -hmm. how long that's going to be a thing. And also, we have we have a mug now. So, you know. Yes, we have a mug. That way you can start your morning the right way with the BK Space Show mug that features both of our characters, even though I really need to find a name for the scientist. One day I will. I mean, he's technically a scientist. He has a lab coat, so I'm assuming he's a scientist. I created him. I'm like, I don't know what he is. He just I thought he was an astronaut. Look at that. He got more jobs than Jason. <laughs> I thought of both of them was was like either doctors, like you said, scientists or astronauts. Maybe they just uh, really into tech. Maybe they're like the Tony Stark of the podcasting black podcasting community. <laughs> Facts. They're, Facts. I'm here for it. 
All right, all right. We we got to end the show. Oh, no, I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but have you checked out Drew Bridges' Legacy? Uh, I'm only like two episodes in. <sighs> okay, I'm we'll talk about it when you finish it. Well, we got. Oh, but before we I'm go, not impressed. I'm not impressed, Phase Gang. No, don't tell me that. You finished it? I finished it. When you finish it, we're going to have a convo. We definitely will. We're going to do a special episode next month, though. I know we're on break, but really soon, you know we got to do, like, the random live game night. Yes. So. Yes. Let us know if you're interested in the game night, too, because it's always fun when we have, like, six or eight people or something. Yeah, I got a pretty decent game for us this time, too. I'm already prepared. I ain't got to wait for nothing to come in the mail. Uh, none of that. It's already ready. We're ready. It's, it's going to be a common game. I think it's coming. <clears throat> it's going to be fun. <clears throat> and it's going to be full of blackness confirmed moments. So yep. There's your hint right there. It got to be revoked by black card. I'm not saying. Okay. It wasn't your hint. It was a hint for the people that's going to be watching the show. But yeah, we're going to oh. be sending out uh, invites to certain people. But if you're interested, definitely hit the inbox. Please and yeah. thank you. And so we've come to the end of the road. And I can't let go. Oh no. When he be like, ooh, that's my that's my right there. <laughs> right there in the back. Just I'm, I'm 30. I'm over 35. I'm about to be 35. So I get to Yeah, be your like, birthday's coming up. It's coming up. Make sure y'all send BK a happy birthday. It's Gemini season. That's right. On June 8th. That's when I get to officially get my old man card. There's like the beginning. I'm not I'm not happy with that. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not happy with that. No, nah, for but, real. That's okay. not it's not the old man card. It's like the pre-old man card, but you get to do some old man stuff. Mm-hmm. I think I got like another 15, another 15 years to a good not enough, be old a man. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good number. It seems to be extended to like 55 now. So yeah. When you get your AARP card, 50 or 55? 55? 54, 55, something like that. Whenever yeah. you get your AARP card, you old. Right now I'm in the preseason, baby. I get to do old man preseason stuff like, you know, man the grill when my dad's there now. So yeah. <laughs> We about to be sitting on the porch. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just chilling, drinking, drinking Bud Light now, you know? And make Michelob. Is it Michelob or Michelob? Michelob Ultra. No, no, I don't know anybody that actively. I don't know that. anybody that drinks that either. And I always see a commercial. Okay, I don't know anyone. I don't know anyone. It? No one, no one we know at least. No one we know at least. I don't know anybody. Even when you're in a grocery store and you see people pick up a pack, I've never seen anyone pick up a pack of those. Oh, excuse me. Are you drinking that? Are you sure? (laughs) I know, I ain't never seen nobody pick it up for it though. You know what? That's a lie. My cousin, back in the day, about 10 years ago, when we was all like in the same city, they used to drink them a lot. I take that back. Mm. I forgot, I forgot. That's how long, see, see family? It's been so long since we hung out. I forgot y'all drank Michelob. Well, it looks like you need to hang out with your family when this COVIDian is over. No, we, we're linking up in June, actually. So. Good. It's about to be. It's about to be a vacation moment. It's going down. I, I see y'all in June. 
family. And I'll see you guys in June Space Game. But before you run away from this damn uh, video and or show, Nova can't hit it with the maintenance so we can get out of here. Sure, you head over to www.thebkspaceshow.com to see all of our videos, to see our blogs, to get into our audio, and also get our merchandise over on the shop side. And then also head over to Apple Podcasts where you can leave a written review and rate our show. Definitely make sure you go do that. And make sure you come see us in season four. It's not season four, it's season four. Season four. We coming back right. bigger and better. We coming, out, up. we coming out swinging season four. Does that mean I know what show we gonna come out with? Nope, absolutely nope. not. Don't know. <laughs> But still, I know it's gonna be a good one because it's gonna be good. It's us. It's us. I try to be as humble as possible, but right now this season finale, so I'm about to be. <laughs> I'm gonna brag a little bit, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you ain't listening, you better hop on. That's for all real, I'm saying. For real. Make sure you catch up with season three. I mean, if you only go through season one, you can, but I mean, I'll go to season season one. season one was straight. Season two was really solid, but. I don't want to be biased or anything, but right now season three is up there. You know, so I ain't trying to be able to bias anything. Best, best season so far. I, I definitely grant you that one. Nope. But we gotta go. So I have been the BK Spade, and I am here with my very lovely co-host, Nova Kane, baby. All right, Spades gang. See you in season four. We are done. <laughs> <laughs>